This is Elio Harmon and Travis Kendall, and you're listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy. Joshua TV, uh, Shelby Elliott. Thank you so much for tuning in. Galen Trim. Devin Householder from earlier. Jake Bova from earlier. Yep. Hit us up. Allison Leofert. I don't think I actually know how to pronounce your last name, and I apologize. Give us some likes. Something Let like us know you're, 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 you're with us right now. We're going into the next episode, people. My name is Travis Kendall. My name is Elio Harmon. And you're listening to Monetary Therapy, Episode 10, Season 2. Car buying. Car ownership. Car something. We'll yeah. name it later. Yeah. Uh, so this episode, we're going to get into uh, car buying, car ownership, what car stuff is all about, how to go through the process of buying a vehicular device for your garage, sidewalk, streetscape, uh, any sort of thing that you use cars for. Okay. Uh, second, okay. Really so though, car, let's, let's, talk, let's talk honestly about car buying, okay? I want it. So yes, I, uh, I bought a 2016 Honda Accord brand new it had seven miles on it i took it for a test drive when i finished the test drive it built had, in marysville built in marysville he gets credit for that yeah hey that's by local baby supporting local convenience stores or just all stores <laughs> <laughs> so i bought a brand new honda accord 2016 for around twenty two thousand dollars um i put a thousand dollars down i got a six point Four point seven percent interest rate. That's now, a good interest rate. Or maybe rate it's a six point seven. Six point seven, somewhere between four and six percent interest rate. <laughs> That's a huge difference <laughs> when you're talking about interest, man. That's not exponential. That goes from a good rate to what the hell. <laughs> so it must have been a four point maybe it was like a two percent. I don't know. Um, but all I know is that the uh, six year um, mortgage, car mortgage, car loan, uh, and I'm paying about three thirty four each month. So I did this because I was making a shit ton of money at the time. I just had a really big quarter, got a really big bonus, and I was like, this will just keep going. It won't go down ever. Turns out it went down. <laughs> so now the funny thing and the interesting thing about owning a car that everyone should at least uh, think about is I bought this car for $22,000. I had it for about six months, so I got it down to like $18,000. Um, having it six months, brand new 2016, even though I'm the only one that drove it, suddenly the worth and the value of the car, if I go to sell it right now today, is $16,000. So I ended up buying a car that I shouldn't have bought because <laughs> I don't need a brand new car. Mm -hmm. I'm 27. That doesn't make any sense for me. But I did it anyway because I make mistakes just like everyone. Uh, but I bought the car. It's now worth still less than what I have You're owed underwater. on. I'm underwater on my car. Yeah. Which means that I go, oops, that was a mistake. I should not have bought that car. And if you're watching right now, if you've ever been <laughs> underwater on a vehicle, <laughs> which immediately you are whenever you it's, buy a car. It's, so you can't, buy it, it's done. you can't pump fake me right now because I know you <laughs> have been underwater. <laughs> Tell us in the <laughs> comments your worst car buying experience. If you ever owned a lemon, whatever the case may be, we'll pick it up and we'll talk about it, okay? If you could grieve about it on this show, that's what this show is about. We'll talk about it because right now I can afford these payments. I don't like affording these payments, but I can. Mm -hmm. uh, and I am. I'd like to not pay 334 for a car anymore. 
but I can't even sell it because if I try to sell it, I owe $2,000 to the company, right? To the loan company that gave mm. me the car. So I go to try to trade it in. I can't even trade it in for something cheaper because I owe money on the car. Mm. So I am literally stuck with a brand new car I don't want. That sucks. Uh, yeah. No, it's really kind of crappy. I didn't know that going in. I was just like, I'm going to buy a car. And I started seeing cars. And then they were like, here's a brand new one. It's only $2,000 more than a, than a two-year-old one. So I was like, okay, that seems to make sense. Um, so I would have been the same problem even with a two-year-old car. So it's not like it's just brand new cars, but car buying experience is rough. All right, let me tell you my car buying yeah, no, experience. Tell me yours, because I can go into details on mine. I will once you're done. Okay. So we got we got a certain amount of time to fill. The car I have right now is completely inappropriate for my life. What kind of car is that? I have a 2005. Okay. Ford Mustang convertible. Hey, how how often do you pull that top up and chill? I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years. I, yeah, I mean, I do. It was 2005 was the last time that top. Yeah, it's like. In this classic human fashion, <laughs> that you have something that you always wanted, and then you're like, mm, mm. it doesn't matter that much. So, okay, I want so it, here's, why, I my, here's why the car is inappropriate. I yeah. live in the country. Okay. How many I miles from your job? About 15, 16 miles from my job. Okay. And how long of a commute is that with traffic? Uh, about 25 minutes. 25 minutes there and back? Every day. Hell yeah. And guess what? You're what? How many? I got to take my daughter to school some days. Okay. In yeah. a two-seater. Which he loves that's to That's convertible. Do. He loves taking his daughter to school. That's not the issue here. But it's so inappropriate. <laughs> To have I, a, a, I, a, a, a baby know, in the car? I know you taking her to school today because I did the last week and you ain't doing nothing. That sink is still broke. That sink's still broke. You ain't you ain't fixing the sink. You ain't taking your daughter to school. All your improv characters are coming out on the last two shows. No, my one. My one okay, improv, you have character. One, one just, improv character. It's just this neck thing. That's all I got. <laughs> and then I just go from there. I just the guy with the neck? Is that what your character is called? I just, it's the guy with the neck. Okay, so let me try to give these people who are watching, <laughs> please, some valuable information. So I'm driving a car that's inappropriate. So what does that do? It puts me in a market to buy a car. Now, because I've made so many poor car decisions before, it's allowed me to slow down. The first thing you have to have when you're buying a car is patience. Okay. Never go to a car lot and just look around. You could look around for a car on the internet. The reason why dealers want you to go to the lot is once you test drive that car, the likelihood of you wanting to buy it there on the spot increases exponentially. Uh, once you get behind the... So this is actually kind of a cool thing too, is we've all heard like the stereotypes of car salesmen. They're just trying to get you to sign the papers and get the hell out of here mm-hmm. um, and like get the deal done. Um, so I went into my car buying process assuming that that would happen. Assuming that I would walk into a dealership, I'd be swamped by people that were just like the nicest people I've ever met and they're telling me all these amazing things. Let's go for a ride. Isn't it great? It has all these features. You want it. I know you do. And I'm going to be like, oh, I do, I do, I do. And I'm going to sign some paper. Uh, I made my own stupid choice without doing any of that. Mm-hmm. But the first dealership I went into, this was the guy behind the counter. He's just like sitting here and he's like, oh, hey, you want a car? What kind of car are you looking for? <laughs> I'm like, I kind of want like a Honda Accord. I think that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Expecting him to kind of start selling me. He's like, all right, cool. Let's look at our system here. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting at his desk <laughs> for, like, for like 15 minutes uh-huh. as he literally goes through 
uh, what's online for the dealership that I already looked at because I was going to the dealership. I want to see what you they have. What they had, yeah. And he's going through and just going like, well, here's one. It's got a 16,000 miles on it. Uh-huh. You want to check out that one? I'm like, uh, no. No, why would I? I'm not going to just check. No. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm going to like scroll, 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 scroll. So he was telling next, you next, what next you one. might want from a computer screen? No, he, he, uh, I said I wanted a Honda Accord that's with, uh, within two years of being new. Mm-hmm. It's either brand new or like, so at this point it's 2016, so 2014, 2015, 2016. And so he literally just goes onto the website and starts looking at cars on the website. So it's not like he has any knowledge about the car and, he, and he's not trying to sell me anything in, in a bad way. Like I wanted him to like, because I already know I wanted the car. Mm-hmm. Just convince me I want it so I can feel good about signing the paper. And he's doing what I've already done on the computer as far as looking at cars. So he was not trying to sell me, not doing anything right. in the bad way. Like in just being like, oh, hi. Oh, well, you can you don't like that? Okay, this one has too many miles on it. Well, here's the next one on the list. Right. So okay. here's the next one. Oh, you want to test drive it? Okay, I, I got to talk to my manager, but I think we can let you. T- no, you should be telling me to test drive. So it. you want to be sold? Yes. Okay. So Amy, I absolutely. Amy do. on the uh, commented and said she drives thirty thousand miles a year for work. That is crazy. Damn, girl, you crazy. She says her car is going to die before long before it's paid off. I really should be applying my mileage checks to pay it off faster, but shoes, shoes, shoes are nice. <laughs> I like clothes. Yeah, but hey, shoes. going out to eat is cool. Yeah, I like burritos. But student loan debt. But student loan debt. Hey, yeah, no, uh, you know, uh, mortgage. Uh, uh. But that's totally but true. Whatever. What do you? So you, so what do you, you have to have patience. So should should someone that is a business professional and drives around their state a whole lot, maybe even interstate, that's putting a lot of miles on cars? Yeah. Should they lease? Yes. Okay, we should. Because I've heard so many terrible things about leasing. You should no. never lease. You know, we haven't heard that? N- not for somebody who drives that many miles okay. a year. So for n- what are the cases where we should lease? Because I know some people okay. that don't need to lease, but end up leasing a brand new car every year because it looks mm. cool they have the new car. Uh, and then they end up paying what, you know, so I'm paying 334 for a brand new car. Mm-hmm. They end up paying 600 bucks for a brand new car and then continuously paying that over and over again without it, ever putting it, any money If you're a car. business owner, you should lease. Um, everybody else, I wouldn't recommend it. For what if them. I'm a business owner that never drives? Then it, this conversation does not apply to you. Got him. So she says. Oh, Elio got burned. So, so she <laughs> says she drives 30,000 miles per year. Her car is going to die way before it's paid off. So she already knows that she's going to be underwater, which is an unfortunate situation to find yourself. So we in. should. That is the case. We should lease. We should act uh, like it's a apartment rather than a home. And I've heard, and and maybe this might help you out, uh, that Honda will do a lease, and no matter how many miles you drive, they won't penalize you as long as you trade it in for another Honda lease. Okay. So they'll take their car back, and maybe that's a way of doing it. But cool. There's, I mean, there's there's no path realistically that I can see that she'll ever be in a situation where, unless she changes her driving habits, that she's going to have a car long enough to really get it paid off, even if she buys it new. Because 30,000 miles a year, by year four, that car is already experiencing major, major uh, 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 repair issues. Yeah, right on. So be patient. Number two, do not go to the dealer to get your loan if you can avoid it. Yeah. Go to your bank where hopefully you have your relationship with your banker, okay? And that banker will try to help guide you as you make the right loan decision. 
because the dealer's interest, they make money off of selling loans as well. So not just off of selling cars. There's a little cut for them if they get a dealer, if you, if you do dealer financing or whatever. The only instance in which I would recommend that you get a dealer finance loan is a 0% loan that is financed by the by the manufacturer. So this like, is a zero. Toyota Thon. <laughs> President's Day sale. Smashing sales. You know, everything like must that. go. Yeah. Uh, so I got a dealership loan. Um, <laughs> I, I made them take it back twice before I took the third offer uh, because I did some research like oh you should do God. before you buy anything. You should always do some research. Uh, I did some research on probably given my credit score, given my age, given the kind of car I want. What should my interest rate look like? And let's pretend it was 4.7%. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh, that I finally settled on. And so I was looking at around 4.1 to 5. I wanted somewhere in that range. I knew through Fifth Third, because I already called them, what they could get me. And I knew through USAA, because my stepfather was in the military, so I can get insurance through them, what they could get me, as long as I bought from certain dealers that they wanted me to buy from. Mm -hmm. This dealer I wanted to buy from, because I wanted to support one of my client's sons, who was a car dealer. I wanted to buy from him after my failure of another experience. I was like, okay, if they're not even going to try to sell me, let, let me at least give my commission to someone I know and I can support that I, I trust in my community. So I went to go buy from him. He has nothing to do with the loan. So everything goes beautifully. He's like, hell yeah, let's test it. I don't even want to be with you. Go just have fun with it and bring it back. He's showing me all the features. He like links my phone up to it so I can see how that works. He's awesome. But then he's got to pop, pass it off to the loan guy who then comes out and goes like, okay. Uh, I did a lot of research. I looked at all the best offers. Here's what I could find you. 7%. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. Like, what are you talking? No. What are you He's like, well, I mean, but this is like, this is really good. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no it's they'll not. They'll do that to you. It's a like, high no, pressure no. sell on yeah. the loan. No, it's not good. I know I should be happy between 4.1 and 5. Uh, and he's like, well, <laughs> show me where you see that because that, there's no way we can get you that. And I go back and I like show him. Uh, mm. And I'm like, no, this is right here. USA, they already gave me a quote. Like it's 4.3 if I buy from one of their I'm dealers. I'm pre-approved, yeah. Yeah, I, re I really would like to buy from, I think it was Jason, Jason over here. But if I have to go somewhere else, like that's on you, like mm -hmm. for not finding me a good enough loan. He's like, oh, well, I'll see what, I'll see what I can do. You know, and it goes back 30 minutes later. 30 minutes later, he finally comes back. And now I think that was the second offer where I got real mad at him. Uh, he comes back finally and goes, okay, fine. Here's a here's a 3.1 and then we'll actually you know credit you this amount like through the life of the loan. Mm -hmm. I'm like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I should have just been offered to begin with. But you got to sometimes fight these people for this because- That's why you don't go to the, the dealer as your to first get a loan. Yeah, so you can, I did it. And I also already told you that I messed up my whole process. So don't necessarily do what I did. Mm -hmm. But really, you got to hold your line and have some information going in there with. Look, I know a Honda, a brand new Honda Accord should cost around this amount. I know I should get this uh, basic uh, interest rate amount. And if they don't offer you that, do not buy it. Right. Don't be in a hurry. Um, so be patient. This number one. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're just getting back to Elio's number That's one. That's fine. I'm just, <laughs> trying to, I'm just trying to do list today. Today's list day. List day. Not lisp day, list day. I know you ain't just going that way. <laughs> say list. I know you lisp. ain't just going to say list. <laughs> you think I gotta look? You ain't even fixed this thing, and it's been four days. Okay, so 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 patient. Try to avoid dealer loans. Oh, Eva or Ava, Eva, Ava, Ava. Ava. I learned her pronunciation the other day. Okay. So our parents talk negatively about leasing. Yes. Yes. It, you know, it, it has its pros and cons like everything else. But she just got a 2018 Camry suite after an Uber driver 
I like how she put the company name in there. Uber driver crashed into her 2016 juke. So she barely had that thing for what, a year? Somebody crashed into her and she got a 2018 Camry. Did you get full replacement value on that juke or uh, did you get Liberty Mutual? All these commercials I see where it's like accident forgiveness, blah, 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 blah. Uh, If your car was totaled, insurance companies are another group that try to jerk you on the value of your car. So did you get a good deal uh, with the insurance settlement to get a uh, from a 2016 juke? to a 2018 Camry or did you have to eat some of those costs I, I want to hear your story hopefully you're not gone <laughs> because I, I really want to hear that because that's an extraordinary circumstance yeah. you crash a 2016 and they're able to get right into a two, two, 2018 unless they gave you full value I don't know how you did that without going underwater and I know a little bit about that um, but I also know it wasn't her fault so that's a big thing too mm-hmm. suddenly when it's not your fault you can get a lot of money out of accidents mm-hmm. um, and you've all heard of ambulance chasers for lawyers that want to try to support people that got hit and make sure they're suing for all the money that they can get right and that's an ambulance chaser is the lawyer the lawyer knows that if someone hits you uh, that they can then make a big case to sue for a lot of money for the company that owns your car, the company that owns their car. Did all the airbags go off? doesn't matter if you're the only one sitting in the front seat in the car. If the back airbag doesn't go out, suddenly faulty airbags, we can sue Toyota for a bunch of money, mm. right? So a lot of these lawyers do really can make a lot of money for both you and them. But they're called ambulance chasers for a reason. Is They're trying to find people that got hurt, that have medical issues. Oh, your neck's a little sore. Well, let's sue and we'll go to like 18 weeks of therapy to have her neck fixed and all that kind of stuff. Chiropractor. It can be good stuff if you do really get kind of hit uh, in bad ways and you really have a lot of misfortune because of it. Um, but there also are people every step of the way that do want to try to take your money and take it for themselves. Okay. Whether it's the loan guy, the insurance guy, the ambulance guy, the loan girl, the insurance girl, the ambulance girl. Uh, they're all there wanting to get their little stick of the pie too. So just be careful. Be wary. So be patient. Get Try to get your loan from the bank and not from the dealer. And then number three is Buy a car, not based on emotions, but based on your true U- value. Utility. Oh, I thought you were going to say a different word. <laughs> utility too, based on utility, right? But ut- buying off of utility is boring. So what is your gas mileage on your Dodge uh, Mustang? On my Mustang, I don't know. I don't even look at it. So we, we talked about this on uh, episode way back in season one, um, but just how... At this point in life, maybe we shouldn't have bought a, uh, a Dodge Mustang if we're going to be commuting an hour there and back mm-hmm. uh, after you take the kids. Uh, maybe it's not the best gas mileage and all that kind of stuff. But you felt good driving and you still do, don't you? Right. But you see, cars, vehicles are very, very emotional purchase. When you go to that lot, because of marketing and advertising, your vehicle sometimes is an extension of yourself. And that's how they're able to sell these cars at such high markups is because you really think, well, by driving this car, somehow it enhances my image, right? So buy not for off of emotion. Try to control that and buy based on value. So in my next vehicle, because I have to buy a car, gas mileage, safety, sound system. But notice that sound system is number three, ladies right. and gentlemen. Sound system is a must. Here's why. <laughs> I spend a lot of time in my car. Yeah. 
And it's got to get me good gas mileage. I got to be able to listen to my music beautifully. And I transport my daughter and my wife in there. So it has to be safe. Yeah. Now the rest of it could care less. You know, I also listen to podcasts too in my car. Mm-hmm. Like Travis listens like to himself <laughs> all day. I want to make sure it sounds good. I want to yeah. make sure I'm doing a good job. It's about the sound. Okay. <laughs> so Ava, she came back. She said her internet crapped out. Uh, and but she's back and she said she almost got full value for that vehicle that's awesome. so that's good yeah hell yeah uh, she had the Camry I believe since Black Friday uh, and still technically a loss due to some interest I believe okay so that's I mean not- you, you still came out on top I mean you got a new car after a, a, a car crash so that's not a big deal oh here's one thing I want to talk to everyone about so the your loan your people you have your loan with they oftentimes want to have assurance that you have car insurance. They want assurance that you have car insurance. So you can't just uh, get car insurance for like a month uh, (laughs) and and then stop. (laughs) My image is of a hobo. So I was, hopefully that only applies to the kind of car you drive. So this is like, uh, like eight months ago now. Um, but I was in a, uh, altercation with my um car insurance company so i was An going through altercation i was going through uh <laughs> i was going through the process with them to add my new car to my car insurance um so i was like hey i bought this new car i'm keeping the old one i need to have insurance on both of them in order to be legal to drive and they're like oh yeah we'll take care of that and i'm on the phone with them um and so i go okay like uh, no, he at one point when we're done with the whole thing, like if, uh, he's done the whole sign up, everything's good to go. He tells me because uh, we're two days away from the building cycle and your old uh, policy and what, how it's set up. He goes, um, if you get a bill for your old policy, just ignore it. Don't worry about it. You'll get a new policy in the mail and a new bill for that. And I go, thanks so much. That sounds great. I understand where the logic of that comes from. Uh, I got an old bill in the mail and I ignored it because I was like, hey, that's what I should do. A month goes by. Still haven't gotten a new bill. I get another old bill in the mail. So I'm like, okay, I'm not supposed to see that. And another about 15 days go by and I'm about two, I'm about a month and a half into my new insurance without ever having paid for anything yet. And I'm kind of confused. And I've been a customer of this company for ever since I started driving. So it's been a long time. So I kind of, maybe they're nice. I don't know what's going on. So I call him up and say, hey, it's been like a month and 15 days. I still haven't gotten a check. What's going on? The person on the phone then goes, oh yeah, uh, about that. We've canceled your car insurance. You've been driving without insurance for the last 15 days because after a month of no payment, we went in and canceled everything. Yeah. So then I am pissed because I'm like, if I got pulled over, if something happened to me, I got hit. If I hit someone else, I don't have insurance and they never told me. Mm -hmm. There was never a call. There's never an email. They said they sent a letter, which I obviously never received. So I've been driving around with no insurance. And so I go, okay, cool. We need to rectify this situation pretty quick. Um, I then get a notice from my loan saying, hey, we got a notice from your insurance company that you didn't pay your insurance. So we've added on uh, supplemental insurance that we would have charged you had you gotten car insurance through us, which of course is like five times the amount you should get it from any other company. Wow. So suddenly I wake up one morning when all this is going on and now I have like $2,500 added back onto my loan. Which then took me from 22, I was painted off for a while, then went right back up after six months again. Wow. And then, so I ended up having to call like three different companies to get all this crap worked out. 
Um, originally, uh, USAA was saying, no, you have to pay us for the time we, d- we didn't even have you insured. And I basically was like, no, I'm not going to pay you a dime if you're just canceling it on me. I didn't get an Rex, didn't matter. They didn't like that line of thinking, that rationale. But eventually, if you yell enough at them, they'll get over it. Um, but it was a whole six-month process of just, if I would have just had the guy on the phone do what he said he was going to do it. Yeah, so uh, when you're talking to people on the phone, make sure they follow up. That's correct. And so I ended up going like six <laughs> months. I had like $2,000 added to my loan and then finally got taken off again. Uh, I had uh, like a check for $600. It was going to be for six months of having insurance through some company that I then had to argue and eventually have them take it off. Um, but it was this whole big process just because one guy messed up on the phone once. And I don't blame him. I mess up in my job too sometimes. But like, geez, you got to make sure you're keeping out for this kind of stuff. How you do I pronounce out. that name? Do you know that person? Barbara Allen? Ava Elizabeth? No, right above that. Oh my gosh. My image is of a hobo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish I could pronounce your name. Thank you so much for watching. I like the fact that you posted that. And Ava, thank you so much for engaging with us. And Barbara, thank you for watching. So what are some things that are must-haves in a vehicle? I mean, Ava, you just got a car. There are some reasons why you chose the car that you chose. But that's pretty much it for us, right? Yeah. We talked about buying a car. Be patient. Avoid loans from the loan company. From, from the dealership. From the dealership. Don't get the loan the dealership. Necessary. You can, but you might have to yell at them three times and they finally give you the third offer, which is what you should have been offered the first time anyway. Yeah. Buy based on values, not emotion. Yeah. Because uh, the big thing I want to end with, uh, we've talked about this in past episodes, but it's always good to reiterate. Most of the people you see driving nice cars do not own them. They're in a loan they will never pay off because they're going to trade it in for something else sometime or they're driving a lease. So don't value yourself and what you drive based on what you see other people driving. But and that's it's, hard, dude. It's incredibly hard. It's really dang hard. But know that when you see someone with a really nice car, there's a 20% chance they actually own it and they're actually successful and happy. Uh, there's a 80% chance they don't even own the car. They're leasing it. They're paying far more money than you are. Travis is playing. basically saying judge people as you judge ride by people. them in traffic. You see me. And on, feel better about yeah, yourself. You see me in a 2016 <laughs> with a nice chrome little like handles and looks all business professional. He must be super successful. Nope. I'm actually underwater on this thing. <laughs> I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. This has been a really fun couple episodes. I think maybe we'll try to do this for episodes in the future. Yeah. So uh, let's do a programming note. Programming note. Uh, Every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday. We're doing every Wednesday now? Yeah. Damn. Friday 30, 530-ish. We will be live on Facebook. And we'd be doing episodes. You can catch the episodes on SoundCloud right SoundCloud. now. SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash monetary therapy. And you can listen to it. And this stuff really doesn't sink in. Listen to it live. You got to listen to it again. There's a lot of knowledge that gets dropped, even though we're just clowning around. Oh, we'll have uh, we'll have compression on the vocals here. Mm-hmm. We'll have a little intro beat that I made back when I was in college. Did you Have you ever actually listened to any of these episodes yet? Not season two. You got. I, th- th- you should listen to our intros. They, they sound really cool. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I'm kind of upset. I was, I've been waiting for you to go like, oh my god, that's a that's a sweet intro. You sound professional. I don't to listen go, to myself after I then, record myself. And then me to go like, yeah, I know. Isn't it great? We're pretty cool. And then to have like that cool moment, but you still haven't ever messaged me. So. Cash only, son. Cash only, son. I know you ain't going to change that. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? What was it? It's been four days. It's been four days since you changed that thing, and you ain't taking any. Your daughter Tra- to school one. Travis's portion of this show was sponsored by 
truly spiked and sparkling Sicilian blood orange water. This is Elio Harmon. And this is Travis Kendall. And you have been listening to Season 2 of Monetary Therapy.